Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1182, air date March 18th, 2023. So today's discussion is really going to be about um, how people are being fooled by so-called people who are being represented to people as their saviors, when in fact they are their false gods. And the person I want to focus on is a fellow by the name of Elon Musk. And it's really important to understand this fellow because you have a lot of quote-unquote conservatives who think he's their fighter for free speech. And it's an opportunity for everyone to realize that what Elon Musk represents is a long line of hypocrites who are presented by the establishment in not the most direct way, but in the indirect way, what we call the not-so-obvious establishment. So he's the epitome of hypocrisy and fooling people. So to start that discussion, let me just put this, there's a 300-page document I have in my hand here. It's called the Long Fuse Report. Okay, what is this report? Well, this report was discovered by me first during our historic lawsuit in 2020, which started in 2020. And if you read this report, there's a whole section dedicated to that report talking about the top six, quote-unquote, super spreaders in the world super spreaders of quote-unquote disinformation. And I'm one of those six people identified in this 300-page report, okay? Now, who wrote this report? This report what came out of what I call the institution known as Stanford, the Stanford Internet Observatory. Stanford is basically the headquarters of the intelligence community, the CIA, among other intelligence communities. It's not just Stanford with some nice manicured lawns. And this long fuse report came out in June of 2021, substantiating the findings that we had come across in October of 30, 2020, where we had discovered that the governments of all countries have created backdoor portals into social media companies. I also want to let people know that we invite everyone to come to an orientation. Every Thursdays at 11 a.m. and 8 p.m., I host an open house. Lots of great people show up. You have a lot of chance to meet people from all over the world. Every Thursdays, we do a open house. Anyone's invited. You can just RSVP at vashiva.com slash orientation. We have people all over the world come in, and we discuss how we actually build a movement to end the nonsense that's going on. If you think, oh my God, the world's going to hell, I'm so confused, you'll get very inspired at seeing there's a lot of people who are coming to our movement for truth, freedom, and health. Please join us there. Relative to the United States, this should be very alarming because the United States has something called the First Amendment, the Bill of Rights, which says that Congress shall pass no laws to uh, abridge the, uh, the freedom of speech. So think about what Congress did in collusion with Silicon Valley bankers and VCs, the same people who caused the crash of the Silicon Valley Bank through their hubris and through their greed as uh, Michael Burry, um, who's a guy uh, who, uh, you know, is of the big short uh, fame. So you have this super wealthy elitist group of people who colluded with Congress to ensure these backdoor portals could go into the three major social media companies. And our movement discovered that first. Not Tucker Carlson, not Matt Taibbi, not Elon freaking Musk. It was our movement. And you should write it down. And not only did we do we take credit for doing that, not because of ego, because that movement came from hard work through the lawsuit work we did without any lawyers. 
without spending $40 billion, with sheer hard work, which is what working people do. They work their butts off, particularly immigrants who come here know the value of this country. You're, if you're from America, you're, or if you're of other parts of the world, maybe someone in your family many generations ago came to America and they worked their butts off. And they valued something called the First Amendment. And they weren't willing to be complacent and use you know, the right words to be diplomatic to expose those people who are violating it. Like this moron called Elon Musk. And that's what he is. He's a pothead smoking loser moron. He's not a genius. It's all PR. And these kinds of people who are hypocrites actually hate the real thing. So what's going on right now is for the last three to four years, those in power know about the movement for truth, freedom, and health. And they're very, very concerned about it. You know why? Because we're independent of both wings of the establishment. Two, we're bottoms up. Bottoms up. And what does bottoms up mean? That means people like Jason Valera. It means people like Heather. It means people like John Medlar. It, and, it, and it means people like Tracy Sawyer, et cetera. It does not mean people are coming top down, anointed with billions of dollars. I did not see Elon Musk ever in 2020 talking about firing Fauci. I did not see him saying one word for free speech in 2020. I did not see Robert Kennedy saying a peep against Fauci in 2020. And we're going to take credit because it was our movement who discovered this. And more importantly, we got on the ground, as Jason said. We went in the cold. We did protests. We handed out flyers, millions and millions of flyers, door to door. That's called the bottoms up movement. And guys like me are supposed to be, quote unquote, diplomatic, use my words in the way that appeases the establishment. Uh uh, I'm not going to do that. I grew up in New Jersey. I grew up with everyday people. And we don't be, we're not diplomatic to assholes. We call them out and we say who they are. And that's what's in everyone's actual spirit. And for some reason, over the last 50 years, everyone's being like, they're being essentially deballed at a very fundamental level made given maybe some type of mind-numbing drugs and told how to talk. And I will share with you, you know, I got up at four this morning because when you start putting all this together over the last, since I got back, I was put back on Twitter after two years of being exiled for being one of those top six super spreaders, but more dangerous than the other five because we have a bottoms up movement. So when we were put back on on December 20th, since December 20th to today, my tweets, when I first got back on, I challenged Elon Musk, I'll be your CEO. It was a test. Do you really want someone who's going to fight for free speech? Well, that tweet went viral. Whoever their guy in Philippines or India was probably out smoking somewhere and he didn't see that tweet going viral. And we got 462,000 impressions per day. Write that down, 462,000. So that was December. In January, it went down to 360,000 impressions. And then in uh, February, it's down to about 60,000. 
What is an impression? An impression is how many people see your tweet. So how does it go from 460,000 down to 60,000? And how do your followers start going down? It's very, very few people unfollow people. Well, I've been tracking it. It's been going down on a nice clip rate, about 100 per day. And everyone's been telling me, hey, I follow you and then I have to refollow you. So the reality is Twitter 1.0 was avert censorship. You know, just assholes running it, open assholes, okay? Avertly slashing and burning stuff. So Silicon Valley, the people who funded this said, holy shit, we got to, we got to, oh my God, this is, this is too much. We're being too fascist, right? We got to bring in a new guard, right? New bottle, but still the old wine. Okay. So they bring in Musk, who's wanted to be on the cover of Rolling Stone since he was a little dweeb. Okay. And he says that you can go look at it. That's what he is. Wherever he's gone, They've always had to replace management, okay? So they find this fool. He only owns 9% of Twitter, backed by all the Silicon Valley elites because they need to put a cover, a new whitewash on this thing called Twitter. So he talks a bunch of shit about free speech. That's why he's a not-so-obvious establishment. And what does he do? He still keeps that backdoor portal that we found completely alive. And the day I got back on Twitter, I said, are you going to remove that backdoor portal? You can go look at it. We brought it to one of the alternative media guys, Redacted. And he got Elon Musk in a forum. And he said, Dr. Shiva's lawsuit exposed the backdoor portal. Are you going to take it down? Elon Musk, asked, oh, I don't know. I, I will look into it. I'll get back to you. Well, that was three months ago. We're talking about the most fundamental issue of the First Amendment, that the government has a censorship portal that can silence speech silently. You claim to be against free speech and you still have that running. Who are you fooling? You're fooling, quote unquote, conservatives who want to sit on their butts. One day they were following Donald Trump and the next day they want to go to Elon Musk because they've lost what it means to be American, which is to get off your ass and fight for your rights and curse openly at the right time, using the best curse words that you can. Not being, oh, we're going to be diplomatic now. Bullshit. It's not childish. They probably call all those founders of this country childish. You know, not only what they said to the British, our former oppressors, but also what they did to them. So I really wonder where are those men I grew up in New Jersey and those women who were hard as steel and they would say what was on their mind and no one would get away with their bullshit. What has happened to this country that you can allow a dweeb like Elon Musk to fool you? Where Elon Musk begins and where government ends, nobody knows. It's right in plain view. He wears a devil's outfit. He tells you, I am, I get 5.7 billion from SpaceX. I put up whatever satellites I want. You don't have a relationship with government? Are you freaking serious? Go try to put an addition to your bathroom. Go look at what you have to do to just get a permit from the government. He gets to put up hundreds of satellites. He, he's like this with government. $5.7 billion in subsidy. Tesla, which is based on using 
lithium battery technology, which is the most exploitative, as you can imagine, to what it does to a bunch of dark people in other countries. And he promotes the climate change bullshit. And he purposely mixed carbon with CO2. Him and Greta Thornburg and AOC are all friends. This guy is profiting from carbon tax credits. That's the only way Tesla became profitable. So his billions are made through exploitation and bullshit. And Twitter, oh my God, Twitter, its valuation is dependent on that backdoor portal. So our movement, go look at it. We have always been the tip of the tip of the tip of the spear. So it's like, how many times do people need to be told the truth and realize that we're the ones who first expose election systems fraud? Not Mike Lindell, not Donald Trump. We did it. And it's all there in plain view. Not only did we expose it, but we went mobilize people on the ground. Heather will tell you, thousands of communities we helped mobilize. It was our movement that did that. And we got paid zero for that. Donald fucking Trump made a half a billion off that. Another asshole. I met with him. He gave me all of his MAGA hats and was all nice to me, but he's a dick. That's what he is. He's about making money. He's And he learns little phrases, messaging about how to move the crowd. That's it. He's never going to do anything. He didn't fire Fauci. He pushed the vaccines. He didn't do shit against election fraud. He just uses it as a vehicle to make money. You see, people have got to get hip to people talking the right words and what they actually do. There's been some demented bifurcation in people's brains. They want to be hear the nice words and they do not want to hear the curse words when people expose these people. And that's what I will do. And no one's going to fucking stop me from doing that. Because if you care about the First Amendment and what this country was built on, then you will also have the balls to do the same. The First Amendment is a holy, holy, holy right that was earned, fought for. And you have Americans in this country sitting on their butts, not getting it. The First Amendment was a profound, profound, profound victory for all human beings. It said that you could say, you could speak truth to power and not be annihilated. Think about that. Think about what that means. And if you haven't thought about it, then I say, go to a church, go to a closet, close the fucking door and fucking meditate on it. It is what makes everything else possible. Science, health, advancement, all of it. And I know that because I came from a world where we didn't have that. So when this fucking report comes out, calling me one of the top six super spreaders in the world, and I didn't have any of the resources the other five did. It was this little camera, this little room, doing video after video after video, day and night. So we have to get with the program. And our movement is that program. It is a community. It teaches people the science of how they deceive you. And it teaches you the way to liberate yourself. And if you do not want to learn this and it's being offered to you, then something is seriously wrong, either in my delivery 
or you're not recognizing the seriousness of understanding at this point in human history. Because when you have the consolidation of social media companies, three companies, and direct links to government, you don't have freedom anymore, guys. And American people have been bamboozled by the likes of Elon Musk, and it's happening right now. And who's calling it out? Me. Who's calling it out? Our movement. Just like we called out Fauci in 2020, three years ahead. Just like we called out the election systems issue three years ahead. Just like we discovered the backdoor portal three years ahead. Why is it important to pat ourselves on the back and give credit? Because we're the ones who fucking did the work. And why does that matter? Because you should give credit to the people who did the work, not the people who came two years later. And why does that matter? Because truth is temporal. And the effectiveness of truth is based on its temporal nature. What do I mean by that? Temporal. What does that mean? That means time dependent. You see a crime take place, a woman being attacked, and you're a reporter and you just stand there and watch and you walk away. Another guy who's a nobody and who's an independent reporter writes it up and exposes it and gets a little megaphone. Maybe a thousand people see it. That other reporter may have been from one of the biggest media companies in the world. He doesn't do anything. Who's a criminal there? Who is a fucking criminal there? It's that reporter who has access to a huge megaphone, could have saved other women's lives and doesn't do anything. Wouldn't you say so? That's what fucker Carlson did in 2020. We showed him everything. He knew there was a backdoor portal. We won a, a huge part of that lawsuit. We wrote to him and he did nothing, nothing in 2020 when his megaphone would have made a difference for the entire year. He's a criminal. He works for the intelligence agencies. He waited two years. Why? Why did he wait two years? A, because he doesn't want to hurt his reputation. B, Fox News is going to lose a lot of money by telling the truth. C, he could have had an impact. D, he wants to have no impact. You see, it's all right in front of you. But people have been, their brains have been made into jello to think that when Tucker Carlson says something two years later, he's fighting for you. And where did this jello, jello-ness take place? It's taken place over an incessant process of brainwashing over the last 50, 60 years to make the American working people think that the left or the right is going to fight for you. They've created false heroes after false heroes after false heroes. They have an inventory of them. And our movement is exposing every one of those false gods. And we will do it with any means necessary to expose these people, diplomatically, undiplomatically, etc. Because you're, what you're trying to do is break people out of this brainwashing. And I'm telling you, as I've said before, the American working class has a huge historic duty because they have still have remnants of the First Amendment. So the bottom line is this, that the only way change has ever come has been bottoms up, always. And the establishment knows this. So they have a engineering systems process to make sure that first they try to conceal the truth 
overtly. Bullshit you overtly. That was what Twitter 1.0 was. And after that runs its course, then they do it subvertly, covertly, creating a false god, a top-down hero. And they do this in every, every, every instance. The current false god is Elon Musk. So all the conservatives are like, oh, Musk is doing this. Oh, yeah. It, isn't it? It was better than it was better than Twitter 1.0. It's like, have you become such beggars that what Musk is doing is a more insidious form of censorship? And I know because I used to write AI programs for 30 years. I know exactly what he's doing. And we have the evidence for it. So let me share with you something. So this morning at around 4 a.m., when I'm, as I put this out there, I said, Mr. Musk, are you willing to let my technology team and I conduct a transparent investigation of the following? What communications have taken place through government's backdoor censorship portal into Twitter concerning my account? As you know, Twitter 1.0 blacklisted me as one of the top six super spreaders in the world per the Stanford Long Fuse report? That's question one to him. Question two, what has Twitter 2.0 flagged me as? You know, how am I categorized right now in their database? Three, why is my follower count going down in an algorithmic pattern of 100 per day? Four, why is my account shadow banned by nearly 700% over the last 90 days? Five, why are my followers, why do my followers get tweet notifications from those I criticize even though they didn't request it, but not my tweet notifications. So they're literally using my followers to win them over to the opposition side. And we have had many, many reports of this. Six, why others can't like my posts even though they click on them repeatedly? People will click on my likes and they can't like them. I said, I offered to be Twitter CEO to deliver true free speech to the world, but it's clear you're just a mercenary for Silicon Valley and Congress to continue censorship as usual, but in a more insidious manner, targeting specific accounts that expose you and your sycophants support and cover up of government censorship that is fully active under your quote unquote leadership at Twitter 2.0. At this time, I therefore respectfully remove my application and to allow an open investigation by my technology team and I to put these matters to rest. So I put that out this morning, okay? And you notice know, it only gets 5,000 views. I mean, if you look at my view count, they're up to 300, 400 millions. And you can go look at it. So after I did this, um, someone sent me a very interesting message. And that message was this. And the message basically said, and I've, I've heard many, many people say this. All right. And the message said, uh, Uh, thank you. Uh, just had to refollow you. Twitter seems to keep unfollowing your account. I truly appreciate all you're doing. Now, everyone reports this. So you follow me and then you show up later, it's unfollowing me. So a lot of people don't even check that, right? You don't go check who you're following. So literally this freaking prick. So I put out a very, you know, uh, the right thing that we would say if I met him on the street in Ridgewood Avenue, New Jersey. I said, hey, Elon Musk, you petty, moronic, pothead loser. You pay your house slaves who are desperate to keep their jobs to write algorithms that covertly go into my followers' accounts 
and unfollow me. Here's one among many pieces of evidence. Do you have the balls to deny this? Now, what's interesting is suddenly this gets unshadow banned. And look at all the responses I get, 81 responses, and many of them are from bots. And I've been spending this morning responding to them, and it's been a lot of fun. Okay? What I added to this tweet, and to me, I do this to educate others. And by the way, I said, Elon Musk, great to see your lap dogs are coming out in force, lamely trying to defend the indefensible. I see you've unshadowed man this tweet, you imbecile. And that's how this guy needs to be referred to. He gets way too much respect because a lot of people don't know what, ooh, AI, ooh, SpaceX. They think like he's doing some something brilliant. It's just old shit that he's just copying. He's not doing anything innovative. But the point is when you see something like this, the data's right there. So none of these people are defending or even attempting to defend the indefensible. And so I suggest you go look at my responses to these because they're frankly interesting. And fun, because where we are at today is we're at a point in human history that you have the obvious censorship fascism methodology that was used. The latest methodology is to use a much more covert way, is to have these false gods, giving the left and the right some bones, right? They have the AOCs, they have the Bernie Sanders doing that. And now on the right, they had... Donald Trump, okay, he ran his course. Now they have Elon Musk confusing conservatives as though, you know, he's giving them free speech. But if you go on these social media platforms and you really talk about substantial things like I do, now the model is that you will manipulate the censorship through shadow banning, through suppression. And Elon Musk has said, free speech does not equal free reach. You see, they're becoming more sophisticated. So Silicon Valley brought in Musk to do censorship, but in a much more sophisticated way. Just like the Pharisees and the Sadducees were screwing over people at the time in a more sophisticated way. Speaking the words of God, but screwing the people, backstabbing them all the way. And that's what's going on. Now, understanding the sophistication is what will mean the difference between truth, freedom and health, and power, profit, and control. We're right at that tipping point. And that's where we're at. And that's why our movement, which is built, which is here, it's critical that all of you who came to this somehow, not only just listen to me talk, but take the course, embrace it. We've created all the infrastructure so you can get on the ground in a decentralized way and build local movements using the core DNA of what we teach here. That's what we're doing. So just remember, that it is only a bottoms-up movement, organic and independent, that has always changed the world. And we consider what we did in the last three years victorious. It was our movement that exposed everything in Massachusetts. It was our movement that exposed Fauci and did stuff on the ground. It was our movement that exposed the election systems issue. It was our movement that exposed the government backdoor portal. No one else, we did it. Not only did that, did we do that? But we mobilized hundreds of millions all over the world to get it. So we've already won. And that's why we're seriously looking at, in the next few weeks, whether we move our campaign, not out of Massachusetts, to a more national one. And we may choose to run for president. And if we do that, it's to bring these bigger issues on the national and the global level. 
Because what we did running for Senate and bringing this up, imagine what we could do on the national and global level. Thank you.